Pedro, welcome to the Havern Report podcast. Thanks for doing this this morning. Thanks, Brad. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. You had posted something on your YouTube channel. It's about the Bitcoin having party ha- happening in El Salvador. Is that something of great interest to, to you? Are you going to be at the party? What's the significance around that? I am with a group of guys called the, the Meme Factory, and we've been planning a having party in El Salvador for, I don't know, maybe it's been over a year now. We've been talking about it on our channel. Big Sean Harris is actually the person who's been on point for this and and really the driving force behind making everything happen. My role in this is sort of, I, I do like infrastructure stuff for the meat factory. So I, I run the websites. I set up all of the different things that are needed to be able to do the, the IT t- type of things from an internet standpoint to be able to get it to happen. My favorite part of it is probably running the BTC pay server, you know, in my basement and having, uh, you know, people make uh, Bitcoin payments to us for the having party ticket using Bitcoin, I think it's it's a just another layer of what Bitcoin is about and how to, how to not have to ask permission from anybody to do something that you want to do. And and you know we all know when it comes to the money part of it, uh, there's more and more aggressively there's a lot of people who want their hands inside of uh, what you're doing with your money, right? And so to be able to to operate outside of all of that. It's been really fun for me. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, obviously, you know, one of the main things about Bitcoin is being able to have that ability to, you know, work outside traditional financial systems and, you know, you can collect payments from anywhere across the world. And there's no, there's no really restrictions when you're doing that in a decentralized manner, just super cool. So you're talking about the selling tickets for the having party anticipated in what is it like, 19, 20 weeks we're, we're looking at now, like what, what, how much are tickets and what can people expect at the party? Well, so in terms of what can people can expect from the party, uh, really Sean is handling the vast majority of that. You know, he obviously invites us to the meetings and stuff. And, and some of the guys in the meat factory are playing more of a role in, in that aspect. Uh, I, I kind of expect it to be sort of more laid back than your typical conference. We don't really want to do the thing where there's speakers up on stage every hour of the day and people are sort of expected to be excited for, for the speakers so much as we expect it to be more of like what happens sort of on the outskirts of a conference where people are sort of hanging out in uh, different areas with each other and sort of just meeting like-minded individuals, which is kind of what the hard part about folks with our mentality is, right, is that it's not exactly a mainstream thing. And uh, so being able to meet like-minded individuals is, is fun and exciting for people. It's going to be in a resort. So people are paying, for, people have to pay us for the ticket. And then they also have a book stay at this resort. We're probably going to have the majority of the resort booked. Uh, so it'll be just mostly Bitcoiners that are hanging out out there. It's all inclusive in terms of, you know, people being able to not have to worry about food and drinks. All of that is going to be included. It's pricey for sure. I mean, the resort is, I think if you're a couple and you're staying there for like uh, three or four days, it's going to be something in the neighborhood of like six or $700, I think. We are charging at this point, we, we've been steadily raising the prices of the tickets. At this point, we're at about three ninety nine dollars in terms of fiat. And I think it's like three fifty if somebody pays in Bitcoin. Yeah, that's that's not too bad. Then you're then you're talking about your flight on top of that. So depending on which part of the world you're coming from, but I'd imagine it'd be you know quite a few different people from all over the world uh, attending as El Salvador's attracting more and more attention uh, from Bitcoiners around the world. Would you say? Yeah, that's kind of been what's been most uh, surprising to me is the amount of people coming from different areas of the world. And I just you know from my standpoint, Sean's been talking about this for a, a long time and planning it, and you know. And, and hyping it up and uh i didn't 
expect the demand to be at what it is, right? And that's kind of one of the things that I said to him initially is how many people were excited about coming in from all different parts of the world. You know, we I had to jump on calls to help people figure out how to buy from like Australia because I guess they were being their IP addresses were being banned from the resort's uh, website. So we had to figure out workarounds on how to get them to be able to get to that website and book the resort. Things like that has just been really interesting to me. And I just did not anticipate the amount of demand for this type of thing. So that's been pretty exciting. Now, you mentioned Sean Harris a couple of times now. Is he on Twitter? Where can we, where can we follow Sean? Oh, uh, yeah. Sean is at uh, Big Sean Harris on Twitter. Big Sean Harris with the basketball beside his name. There it is. That's, uh, that's yeah, that's him. Cool. He's, uh, he's a former. Um, uh, actually, I don't know if he if he's made that announcement. <laughs> he, he's playing basketball in um, Europe for a long oh. time. Wow, uh, very cool. I was just gonna say, you know, I saw him on on your channel a couple times, and obviously he's a you know main organizer of this event going down. So uh, I just want to make sure I click follow and subscribe uh, so I can get all these updates as as we go. But uh, sorry, what, what were you saying? I, he's been he's publicly publicly shared that he's in the U.S. right now and traveling a lot. So okay, cool. And you guys are very appear to be very Bitcoin only. It says right on his on his page, Bitcoin, not crypto. <laughs> So you're in the, are you in the maximalism camp? Is everything else a scam? Do you entertain Ethereum? Yeah, no, I, I don't entertain Ethereum. I, I did have, um, I did have some bags, uh, maybe 2017 ish, 2018 ish. Um, okay. I've been aware of Bitcoin for a long time. Um, probably mm -hmm. before it was even a dollar. I remember somebody telling me about how they were mining it. You know, I always thought it was something that people were speculating on. I, I never dug into the fundamentals or whatever. When I did sort of start playing around with some of this stuff in 2017, the that is when I started um, digging into the fundamentals behind these different things and sort of came to the conclusion that a lot of stuff was very scammy and looking to just do the yeah. old uh, rug pull thing. And so I, I pretty much went Bitcoin only at that point. Now I'm seeing on the having party 2024 on their, on their webpage here, it's having party MF on Twitter slash X April 3rd to 5th, 2024. Is there any chance that the having doesn't occur between those days? That's an, that's an interesting comment. <laughs> we've been, we've <laughs> had a lot of um, folks call that out that uh, it's highly unlikely that the having actually happens when we're having our having party. <laughs> we fully acknowledge that. I mean, there's not really a way for us to have planned out in advance, being able to put yeah. the resort, being able to mm -hmm. plan out all these events in a, in a way that wouldn't cost the end user a lot of money at the end of the day, right? Like we could have tried to time this thing and say, and, and we would have ended up paying a lot of money to a resort or like users would have ended up paying a lot of money wherever we would have figured out this was going to happen or they wouldn't have been able to plan out their stay in the first place, right? So we kind yeah, of just wanted yeah. to get everybody together as, as best as possible, especially folks that, you know, we've been hanging out with on Twitter for a long time. That was kind of <laughs> the... The reason why we wanted to do this is because we just wanted to meet a lot of these people. We wanted to do it in a fun place like, you know, El Salvador is um, obviously a lot, a lot going on over there. And, and we thought it would be interesting to do that. So we, it, there was no way for us to just plan an exact date. Yeah. Well, that'd be cool if it does happen when you're there now. Yeah. You guys, I'm on the BitcoinHavingParty.com website and, you know, you guys got quite the lineup of bitcoiners coming so that should be very exciting for anybody that wanted to go and, and, and meet people in this space you got a wealth of knowledge of of people lined up coming so that is super cool i have a little bit of announcement i haven't said that i'm going to the bitcoin having party but i am going to el salvador next week and going to explore 
the country as much as I can for for about a week. So do you guys have any you know boots on the ground at this time? Are there people there kind of checking things out? Are there do you know people that are there full time? Yeah, uh, we've we've had folks that have been there that have um, given us sort of feedback on the resort. Sean has been to the resort. I want to say it at least once. He might have been there a couple times at this point. Yeah, there's been other folks who have visited and sort of shared in regards to um, what's going on over there. I think the main concern from the main feedback that the resort gets is around wait times to check in. It looks like there's a lot of negative feedback on the website about that. And I know he's partnering with the, um, I've been on uh, some of the Zoom calls, partnering with uh, the folks that run the resort to try to mitigate the issues with uh, the wait time and you know, that's been the main concern that people have had. Yeah, I'm just I'm just wondering, like, I should definitely just check that out. Uh, the beautiful Ro- Royal D. Cameron Salinitas. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing Yeah, that. there you go. That's right. Yeah, Royal okay. Cameron Salinitas. Sweet. I might go there and just check out the resort just to see in case I'm not there for the having party. I can kind of yeah, see what you guys are going to experience. Any feedback yeah. that you have would be very welcome. That would be cool. What, do, you, do you already have a itinerary of where you're going out there? Uh, not really. I was going to spend a couple of days in San Salvador before making it down to the beachway and, and doing that strip there. Um, do you have any recommendations? No, I don't. I've never been to El Salvador, so this will be my okay. first time. Uh, that'll and, be your uh, first time in April. Yeah, yeah, that'll be my first time. I'm going to take the wife and, uh, well, so fingers crossed here, if everything goes well with the birth of our next child, then, then we'll be there. Yeah, you got uh, you got a few kids now. Yeah, yeah, I got I have five. But five. they're not all we're not taking all of them though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. But uh glad to be speaking to somebody so intertwined with uh with this having event. You know, obviously, you know, here on the having report we try to emphasize that uh cycle to newcomers coming to the space, trying to help them zoom out and see the big picture with Bitcoin. And I think you guys are doing that too, you know, by focusing on El Salvador and focusing on the having and bringing bringing light to you know what that means for Bitcoiners and and miners and you know the distribution of coins and the inflation rate and everything that goes along with with the having uh, because it's often I think overlooked you know during those bear market years people don't think about it until you know we're getting closer we've got the price coming starting to come up um, you know what, what do you think about this little price bump that we've had in the past week or two yeah we were just talking about this uh, with some of the guys um, a couple of days ago when we when we hit uh, 44 i i ran some quick numbers i'm not a charts guy i sort of like prefer <laughs> when it comes to like my uh interactions with uh the guys and what i focus on it's more of the technical stuff with bitcoin and especially um pushing folks for to self custody pushing folks to run their own node uh but i did um some quick math and i caught that uh, the the previous all time high from 2017 was around 20,000. I'm just doing some rough numbers here. Yeah. And then we had that pump. I don't know if you remember in 20, I believe it was 2019 where we went to like 12K in October or so. Okay. Yeah. And when you, when you, when you do sort of like the percentages of that, that's like 65% of all time high. And then we promptly dumped after that and all, and then retraced all the way down to like, uh, like 3,600 at one point. Uh, during the COVID scare. And then, so when you do those numbers with this one against this previous all-time high, it's 64%. So like, we're like, right. Like when you look at the chart and you try to track it where you are in the pre- versus the previous cycle, like you can do it, sort of see you are here at like twelve, twelve and a half thousand dollars 
versus the previous all-time high. So do you think we're going to see a, a significant pullback then before we're reaching new all-time highs? Man, I have no idea. Like that's the kind of, that's the, that's the reason why, that's the reason why I don't trade because I would, I'm very bad yeah. at it. Right. And so, and so yeah. it's like 95% of the, of anybody that's out there trying to trade against these uh, whales that have so much control. It's probably like either one of the two things going to happen, right? We're going to, we're going to break against that trend and go up or, you know, something, you know, you know, a lot of people are predicting some sort of credit event like we've had in the past that if it were to happen, we'd probably see a, a pretty big pullback, but you never know. I mean, it could break the trend and, and go in the other direction and, and you could be sitting on dollars and be being very regretful of that. So <laughs> yeah, I don't try to yeah. play those games. Yeah. It's funny. I was just invited onto a local podcast guy. His name is uh, pizza review. Joe, he's sort of like a Dave Portnoy inspired, but like for local pizzas around here, but now he started a podcast. He's in real estate, but now interested in Bitcoin. So I went on there and he has another Bitcoin crypto friend that's telling him to, or trying to accumulate, more Bitcoin by trying to time the top and not not time the top, but you know selling higher than than which you bought at and then buying lower to get more Bitcoin. And I'm not sure if I expressed it enough or good enough to him at the time, but I just said like you're probably going like a lot of people are going to end up with less Bitcoin over time. But you might get a couple trades, but it only takes one bad trade to get caught with your pants down and end up with less Bitcoin. Does that make sense? No, that's, that's a hundred percent what happens. And, uh, yeah. you know, 95% of the time you hear somebody saying that they're going to do that. Uh, the next time you talk to them, they, they got wrecked. I mean, that's just the reality. So yeah, that's why we, you know, emphasize that dollar cost average strategy and help people into self custody, long-term holding. 